Yeah, is it eight o'clock already? Wow, it is the final Dude. world tournament before before fun before you know the the winter the winter worlds before our off. winter worlds. Yeah, <laughs> these yeah, Whew. softball is such a long season, and it's the shortest season where we live. It's the wraparound like golf. It just yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah. But I guess when you have a podcast and you have to talk about softball, well, you don't have to. Do you? I no. mean, I, 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 so I, I brought this up to somebody, um, a friend of ours. We all know him. Um, what's up, Mike? Friend of the show. Um, friend of the show brought this up to him when we first started doing the tournaments and all the recaps and all the, and he's like, yeah, but he's like, it's good, you know, for people to know and see. And so it's kind of what you should be doing. And then I was speaking to him recently and I'm like, I just feel like we just get on every week and it becomes like a reporting of the tournaments. We're just reading what we see online. Yes. <laughs> instead of like, instead of how it started yeah. and like it was, and he goes, yeah, he goes, I, I, I'm like, but you're the fuck, I, I'm like, you're the fucking guy that said you should be doing that. But I guess we just kind of got away from the shit show portion of it. Yeah. I mean, we've been, we, yeah, we try to mix in shit show here and there, but my weekend was a shit show. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. What a shit show. Only my three goodness. pounds is wild to me. Yeah. So for the, the, one no oh, there's 28 people there was there were only one here for a while uh that don't know uh, my mother had colon cancer at a very young age so this weekend i had myself or yesterday i had myself a colonoscopy and this weekend i did the prep it was my third time around so i'm i, I was telling these guys i'm a, I'm a seasoned veteran at this point um old hat what a what a thing to do to your body like you you get to a point where you are just shitting it's the gatorade that i was drinking that i mixed my miralax with so you need to what the the prep that i did was i did four four dulcolax laxatives you take four of them all all right at once that sounds awful and then for the next three hours you drink 64 ounces of gatorade and, and miralax an entire bottle of miralax like one of the small bottles you do that then on on day one the first two the first one and a half poops are are solid and then it's just <laughs> we're rolling <Gatorade. laughs> yeah and then the next day you wake up and, and well then they then they tell you to okay take a take a gas x at nine o'clock and at ten o'clock to cut to stop to stop yourself to close the faucet well, yeah well then you do wake up like in the middle of the night and you're like I got. I still have to shit, uh, and then the next morning you wake up five a. I think it was like five a.m. The next day, the day of your your procedure, you wake up. You can't drink anything but another sixty four ounces of Miralax and Gatorade. So by the time I got to the 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 uh, the place that I was going to get this done, I'm completely dried out. I have zero calories in my body, pretty much because I've. I, they just go in one hole and out, out another <laughs> hole. Uh, and it's literally like if you're you're shitting basically just yellow water. 
and it's clear. It's a very, very interesting, uh, interesting thing to have done. But yeah, I came back. Everything's good. I'm I'm clear. I get to uh, I get to wait another five years. So perfect. That's good to hear. Yeah, you guys get me for another five years on this podcast. Is is that. the ride to the procedure scary? In the sense of like, didn't you say you woke up and you had to do more? You had to drink more. Like, are you kind of like? really don't want to shit whatever i have left in there by the yeah so by the time i had left my house i tried to to i tried to push the rest of the gatorade out and there's just not there's nothing left in you like you literally i like before going into the procedure when i was in the in the room i went to the bathroom like it went pee and i tried to and there's just nothing in you it's it's pretty wild and then you get the anesthesia so which is great that's yeah. all the fun world so, yeah that's another thing so i always try to stay awake as long as possible <laughs> <laughs> and this time i got around because so they were like all right you're gonna feel it in your hand and it's gonna hurt a little bit and then you know you're just gonna fall asleep so i'm like i always stare at words like on the on the wall or on like a thing okay and i try to see if they once they start going blurry i'm like okay stay awake stay awake stay awake <laughs> that's to a point where i started getting a, a taste in my mouth and that was it gone then i was gone and i woke up and they gave me five ritz crackers and a small ginger ale did you ever you ever have an epidural never had an epidural no what is an epidural goes so also give it for you know when you're pregnant but they go through your spot in there in your back and your entire lower half goes numb so coming out of anesthesia something you know going into it and coming out of it something this epidural, it was the wildest thing. Like they wouldn't let me leave until I peed. And I'm literally looking and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Oliver. I'm flicking my dick like this, trying to get feeling into it. And I couldn't feel a damn thing, but I could see everything. And they're doing surgery on my knee and I could see him doing it. I'm like, y'all got to put me the fuck out. Like, this is just, yeah, it was that's, wild. That's it's a cool, it was a cool sensation, but I felt like I was yeah. in fucking hostel. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a nap. <laughs> yeah. What I, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's something that's, you know, it, it sucks to go to, but yeah, you're, you don't eat. So like, I didn't eat anything on Sunday except for like, I think I had like three Italian ices and I had, uh, like a, a small bowl of beef broth. <laughs> like that's oh, what you, delicious. you can only eat like clear liquids right. and then Monday, nothing. So I'm like, they're like, Oh, are you, you know, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. Like I need sustenance, anything. And you get out and they give you five fucking Ritz crackers in a little tiny can of ginger ale. Like, Oh, they don't even give you like a a 12 ounce. They give you like the 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 little eight, six ounce, the eight ounce. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't have splurged for the, the, the full fucking can of, of ginger the full, ale here. the full can cost 225 dollars with insurance oh so. my god I was like, <laughs> and maybe some you know maybe uh yeah I, yeah i guess the five the five ritz crackers is is what it is but so how i mean we're, we're already into it how long before you have a real shit after that good point uh i think i already had one today okay good yeah Go well i mean normal. usually if it, you know get since we're diving right into this shit uh after you have a lot of diarrhea, you usually are constipated for a little while. So I mean, it kind of you you kind of get back into it slowly, if you will. Okay. What was the meal? What was your first meal? After- uh, 
I had some sweet pepperoni pizza from Saturday night that I came home and ate. I ate that. It was cold, cold, sweet pepper. And then I just fucking started eating everything in sight. I was so hungry. It was crazy. That's probably why I only lost three pounds. (laughs) It was probably the first time you ever had the munchies. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Did I just take 20 milligrams? Or what the fuck's going on? Yeah, but that was my shitty weekend. episode 97 of bring it tonight we got chris foster from rock bottom who had a like a did they just rent a private jet to go to Vieira with the amount of teams uh that yeah, went down they needed a bottom. whole a whole commercial jet for it yeah they weren't getting the small seaters they they went they had like a contract right with fedex and just got a cargo plane <laughs> they were in good shape so uh yeah so chris foster is about to join us here but first D money, what's up? Well, we know what's up. How yeah, you I gave you. Uh, yeah, what's I, up, I, man? I, I you <laughs> you drinking insight, anything over there? <laughs> yeah, uh, insight into my entire uh, Your colon. personal life. My colon. I can. So the best part was <laughs> to to go a step further. <laughs> they have the camera. I'm on the be- I'm on the bed, and they tell you to lay on your side, and I'm laying on my side, and I'm all I got. I'm wrapped in wires and they stuck me with all sorts of like little, those little nipple things to check your vitals. Clam- oh yeah. See, I haven't they, had those either. Yeah. They can, huh? <laughs> but is it yeah. just nickel, nipple clamps? No, they I don't know what little, these are. They look they're like, like little nipples. They, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, like a, if you've ever, ever, yeah. Or like a I haven't snap had before. Yeah. Like a, or like a button, like a snap a button. button. It's like the one side. I don't know why, okay. or what, what they do. Okay. Listen, the doctors just do their thing and, so I'm I'm there. Also, the other fucking crazy part about this is right before they give me the anesthesia, I'm like, they're like, what are you here for? And I'm just like disoriented. <laughs> and like they've been asking me these questions. And um, and I just say, Yep. Because I thought he said, Are you here for a colonoscopy? And I just like, Yep. And he's like, What are you here for? I was like, Oh, I'm here for a colonoscopy. And then they start joking about taking out my my <laughs> kidney and selling it on the black market. Everybody in the room. And I'm like, what's going on here then they hit me with the anesthesia and i'm like okay here we go they're like we can make a lot of money on you and uh yeah so that was cool but um yeah i turned and and i i did a selfie into the into the the pooper (laughs) camera yeah and on my report i have like three pictures like one's like this is one part of your colon and then the other part of your colon. And then this is your, you know, the mid colon. And it's just a picture of me giving a thumbs up. To the camera. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool that that that's there, but I would have liked to see what it looks like, but yeah. Oh, so but tonight really I've have... got, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I, I can go all night about this, but see, uh, like, even if they put, your we will after there, Chris, after, <laughs> after yeah, Chris comes on, we'll jump at. back into this. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I can't. I kind of know what I'm looking at. It looks okay, old hat. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Again, I've been there. Uh, tonight I've got a two roots brewing. It's Ooh, a resin okay. riot. This is a. This is what they call the near beers. This is uh, from California. It's non-alcoholic. Still sticking. It's a on double it. IPA. Like it. It's a deepa. Is that the same and one you had na, last week? And not deepa. I don't think I had it last week. No. Oh. I. I, I 
Not a so bad these, time these for ones, Foster to be coming on while we're not drinking. Yeah. Uh, so these ones, uh, the two routes, you can actually order anything from their brewery. They ship to New Hampshire. And I think if you get two six packs or more, they mm-hmm. they sell they they give it to you uh, free shipping. Cool. Oh, nice. So That's check them out. Fun. Yeah. They've got Coco, a whole bunch of stuff too. Coco, what's happening? What you doing? What you drinking? You you on the are you still on the non drinking train with us? Oh yeah, yeah. Here we are. This is you can't see it. I always hold stuff up like it's gonna matter. Uh, this hold is it up in a... front of your shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. There you go. There it is. This is a uh, West forty Coast. episodes later. Go fuck yourself. You're almost there. Yeah, you're good. Feed the ducks. Uh, West Coast, non-alcoholic. This is this is from Woodland Farms out of Maine. Uh, Not my favorite that they've put out, but that's on me. Um, I like the one that's the New England style better. Their green can. This is the yellow one, but we persevere. I like it. All right, and here he is. Oh, what what do you? Oh, me? Hey, gentlemen. Fuck. You know, tonight I've just got blueberry lemonade blueberry lemon sparkling water and my pellegrino i'm just i had my glass of wine with dinner there That's you go it. foster what do you what, what's your beverage tonight with you it's late okay. man so i'm going with a spindrift raspberry Ooh. blackberry Ooh, uh, sounds delicious a lot of travel this weekend so i just need to i need to hydrate i need water more water it's wild <laughs> so i mean <laughs> First off, congratulations on a, on a crazy weekend, but can you answer our first question? Uh, how many houses were there, and did you have a contract with FedEx? You know, brother, it, oh, Jesus, it, this whole weekend was a logistical logistical nightmare uh, to start with. So the hurricane came in. I got a notification on Tuesday that flights were delayed, and, and MCO was going to shut down as of 4 p.m., Oh, and of wow. course, everybody works. So everybody was scrambling, right? And it just happened to be the whole D squad that was pretty much like, I, I got to work. I, I can't leave early. Right. A lot of people got out, got to MCO, got to Tampa. Um, last minute, come Tuesday, I said, I'm going to one of my facilities and I'm picking up a transit van. And eight of us drove down there. That's awesome. Oh, That's oh, sweet. On Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. Holy so shit. We hopped in Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Rand showed up, went to go pick up Hamill, went to go pick up TB, Amadeus, Sheltz, Brittany. Uh, Amadeus, eight of us drove down, nine, nine counting me. And it was absolutely anyone. miserable. It was absolutely, nobody killed each other, but it, uh, it, it, it killed us. It killed it's us because a- we got there late Thursday, had to go and check in, had to test bats, and then start oh. Friday because they canceled Thursday's games. So it crushed us, man. Um, but we got down there. We got to play. Only three people, including my wife, didn't show up. Um, so we got 40, 42 people down. Um, oh, my God. Woj- Woj flies into to Fort Lauderdale because I was scared. So I said, let's just, let's just start flying down south. Let's use Miami. Let's use Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Do, as, do what we can. Woj flew down to Fort Lauderdale at like fucking 10 o'clock at night. And, oh. you know, it's three and a half hours away. So I had a buddy in Fort Lauderdale. I was like, you need to go pick him up. He's very important. <laughs> I don't think you understand. This is a very important man. So we picked him up, brought him up. Uh, it worked out. It worked out. Oh my God, that that so is that, that was I guess that's crazy. 
Cause yeah, that's like a 20 I've done, I've done Miami to New Hampshire pretty much straight. And it was just about 24 ish hours. I think like just drive time. It was 20, it was 22 hours. We had about an hour, 40 minutes of stops. I drove 14 hours and then Mitch, Mitch was in the van too. Uh, Mitch, who's familiar with the druggy buggies, you know, the, the transit van drove when we got into like South Carolina and that's when the hurricane started hitting. I was like, Mitch, you need to slow down. You're going, he's going like 50. I was like, everybody needs to put their seatbelt on. I'm being, uh, I was freaking out. The wild you're, you're the dad and, and Mitch is like, we got to get to this tournament. Oh yeah. We got to go. He powered, he powered through that. Um, and the van, I had the rocker, you know, the, the lounge seat rocker. Yeah. Amadeus was sitting in that. We took out some of the rows, ball bags. Every it, it was it was just an insane trip. But again, we made it safely, um, and it turned out well. It turned out well. But what a fun like, <clears throat> you know, world tournaments are always fun. Well, they should be fun. Um, but like that is an ex- it's an experience. Like that is an experience that you'll be able to bullshit about that as good and as bad as it was throughout different parts of it. Um, oh yeah. Like that's that's something you're never gonna forget, or ne- and never want to do again. I never want to. Get, I got to, I, I got to the Mass Pike, and I was like, I fucking regret every second of this. <laughs> guys, we'll go next year. An hour and ten minutes in, you're like, fuck this. I don't know if you guys have ever spent more than two hours with TV, but uh, you oh, know, boy. it's 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 a lot. Um, but yeah, no, it was the experience, and uh, it that's just awesome. it just killed us. It killed our bodies. Those transit vans don't have good stabilizers and shocks. We felt every bump. Um, Rand wasn't feeling good on come Friday. We're all tired. It just crushed us. Uh, and then no. on the way back, everybody's like, I'm fucking flying. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, see ya. You a 20-hour ride by yourself on the way back? TB, Amadeus, and myself. TB took a sleeping aid and slept for 20 hours. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and it was just Amadeus and I, we just, we just rolled. And we stopped for four hours. I just drove the whole way. And I just Jesus. got back about an hour and a half ago. Wait, what? Do this Seriously? Wow. Yeah, I just got back an hour. Yeah, about an hour, hour and a half ago. Oh took a shower. I, I barely yeah. want to be on here, and I'm supposed to be here every Tuesday night, let alone driving back from Florida yet right now. It yeah, was. Uh, think, how are you sitting again? Like, don't you just want my to my legs? I feel like I have cankles. I mean, there. <laughs> I, I was like, what? I don't know what's going on. My wife, for once, I, I've been with my wife for six years. She's like, go take a shower, I'll rub your feet. I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's actually rubbing his feet right now. <laughs> That's why he's sitting. He's under my desk. Got a smile too. <laughs> oh man! If this was in two weeks, this is that would go off the rails so quickly. But I feel like we have to talk about something else tonight. Um, <laughs> but the milking table's just coming back to mind. Um, but no, so you guys went down there and you had six teams, correct? We had six teams. So we had a, a men's D, men's E, uh, two. We had a men's D, men's E, women's D, uh, two. Mixed E's and mixed in a mixed D. That's unbelievable. Now, and then you had let's see, so mixed D one and the women's D one, correct? Correct. Yep. Like, first off, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. And Dustin, you were saying earlier how great it is for the area. Yeah, I mean, just just the the entire community in general. I mean, 
I, I was so impressed when I looked on the website and I saw that you had six out of the 60 total teams. I was like, you've it last year. You had two last year. We had two. Yeah. Two. Yep. And they like, it's just, it shows, you know, your, um, just like, it, like what you're doing in the community, in the space mm-hmm. and you're growing, you're, you're growing this part of the game. And it's, it's awesome to see. It started with six of us four years ago. Uh, I mean, bro, we would get blown out. We, we entered, we entered a tournament. You were probably playing it. It was in Londonderry. We had no business being there. I mean, we got blown out 50 to four. And the only reason we had four runs because Amadeus hit four solo home runs or something. Yeah. We had, we had no business being there. Um, but it just, it just, it just grew. Uh, it just grew and, and we're, we're trying to be a catalyst and, and there we are. Um, we provide a venue for people who are in sobriety to play ball and there's exemptions, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome experience. Well, and that's, and that's part of it. So let's get in, let's get into what this tournament is as well. It's the clean and sober worlds, which I mean, everybody can kind of imagine, but you know, until last year, Dustin, we were saying last week, we didn't even really know about this until you guys went down and won. And we were like, what the heck are you right. guys talking about? So Give us a little background on what this uh, sanction or this this faction within U.S.A. this you know this level league I guess portion of the C was yeah. C.S.N.S.A. C.S.N.S.A. Um, so C.S.N.S.A. has been around for for quite some time now. They were never affiliated with U.T.R.I.P. Right? They had a di- they had different affiliations throughout the throughout the country. They started in West Coast in the West Coast. So. They're, you know, California, Washington, Arizona. That's where a majority of their of their tournaments are played. Probably have 20, 30 tournaments. Plus, they have leagues. Um, oh, so, they're they're large. I mean, clean and sober softball has been around. I'd say it was like CNA at one point. They've been around for 50-plus years. Um, this CSNSA, you know, Ray, Steve, Robert, Jackie, they just – a couple of years ago, they were driving down the road. I kind of got the history of it a couple of days ago. Um, said I want to grow this and I want to bring it nationally, right? I want to I want to grow this thing out. Uh, so they were trying to figure out who they wanted to be affiliated with, and and they just happened to say, but they went with Utrip. Um, they like the partnership. They like the affiliation. You know, obviously when you, it's like a provider's office. You know, joining a hospital, right? There's resources. You have this infrastructure. Um, you, you know, the sites, the, the tournaments, now that you trips with BLD, now you have access to BLD. Um, so it was just the resources and it was a, it was a good synergy partnership and, and there they are. Um, so three years ago, we went down, we played second. Then the second year, the affiliation partnership was solid. Um, and it became U-trip. So everything was on the website. They were able to use the logo, all that fun stuff. Um, and that's when we took first place for mm-hmm. ETH. Um, and now they've been running most of their tournaments under U-trip, I believe, but we can't get out to the West Coast. Yeah. Well, then you you guys went to Texas earlier this year. Is that right? Yep. So yeah. I, I, go to, I go to Vegas, Texas, Colorado, and Florida. Uh, and then we're, we're trying to get some stuff in Jersey and I'm also talking to Ryan about doing some stuff locally, uh, which will be huge. Uh, so when we went to Texas, Texas is for my buddy, Russell, uh, runs a, runs a huge charity tournament. Uh, but there's some, 
I mean, when you say charity, you think it's a bunch of guys getting together like we have around here. I mean, these are these are solid squads. Um, I think there was 40 or 50 teams last year, and now he's projecting to be about 70 in Texas in March. Wow. Um, wow. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a lot of the same people, but again, people are getting sober. People are, you know, people are seeing what we're doing. It, it's it's attractive, right, to the individuals that are getting getting well. My phone rings all the time from people around here, as you guys could imagine. Um, and I just, you know, we're here. If you want, if you want to come play, there's things to do when you get sober. It's not boring. It's not bad. Doesn't mean I can't be around people that are drinking. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, there's another way. Um, so yeah, we got Texas coming up in March. And then we won that. We won mixed last year, and we didn't do so hot in men's. In Texas. In Texas. Okay. They got some big or boys coming this there. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> or or so this weekend. The women's the women, the women are carrying you guys. But yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a little rough. It was a little rough this weekend with the uh, with the men's again. We weren't. We just weren't there, and the chemistry wasn't there. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of us play together for the last, you know, three, four years. And we know, we know how to pick each other up. We know, you know, we know what to do when certain things happen, how to talk, how to talk to each other. And it just wasn't there. We had some new faces. Uh, it took a day. It took a day. And then, and then came mix and bang, we were there. Uh, but the women from the start, from the jump, they just balled out. It was, it was incredible. I mean, that I, was I want to. I want to ask about you had a there was a a woman on the D team that dropped an absolute fucking nuke <laughs> to right center. Who the fuck was that? I asked TV in a group and he he still hasn't told me anything about it. I'm like she should probably play on your men's team watching that team hit compared to her. So we played there's, there's there's two of them. There's two of them. I and mean, one played with us in mixed as well. So there's Ashley who we played with in Colorado. And she was just rocking balls. I mean, those balls were fly- – it's Colorado. But, I mean, for her to do that, she likes these high pitches. So, C-Max pitch, and I'm like, dude, don't give her anything high. You need to give it to her low. Well, she just missed the fence. Um, but, yeah, Ashley's an absolute stud. And then there's Erin, if you're watching any of the girls' games. I mean, she, she hit, like, three in-the-park home runs. She was just roping the ball. Um, even Molly, Molly was hitting it, but yeah, I think I think it's Ashley who you're who you're. Who she you're went out to right center. It's Ashley. It was a. It, I, it sounded good. I think you could hear TV just like go like, holy fuck, because <laughs> because that's one of the cool things I heard is when the women were playing, the, it sounded like the entirety of the men's team was right behind supporting that team. Um, and you were talking yep. a little bit about the chemistry needing to click. And I think that's probably what we're seeing with the mix side of the men were out or not playing and they watched the women. And I mean, I guess when you know, you have a home run hitter coming from the women's side that really helps to uh, get you ready for that. But I can't guys, if yeah. you, like someone clipped it, I'm sure of it. This is right center. No doubt. As soon as she hit it, <laughs> I don't think she got out of the box. She just hit it. And was like, man, eh, did it walk back to the dugout. Wow. I gotta, I gotta uh, see she's, this. She's, she's gross. I, I'll be able to find it. She's yeah. She's, she's gross. I'm looking up. I'm looking her up. Looks like she's from. She's a good old Minnesota girl. Minnesota. Minnesota. Love, love. And you even had the. You added the soda. Minnesota. To, to make sure that. And that's how they all <laughs> enunciate their words. I miss, yeah, and, I and, miss and it looks like we're Minnesota. getting some some confirmations in the in the uh, 
the comments that it was Ashley that hit the home run. Yeah, so. absolute stud. Absolute stud. Love it. Uh, she didn't. She didn't play mixed with us. Uh, we had a discussion after. We were a little upset with that, but uh, maybe next year. But we'll, we'll probably play with her in uh, in Texas and then Colorado again. But yeah, them, uh, them girls can hit. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. You know, whatever. It's close to the fucking off season. Who cares? Woj is in here. C Mac goes, Woj, that ball went further than three of your hits. What a day. I got to tell you, me, first off, it sounds like if she hit a home run, like that's absolutely true. I haven't seen Woj hit a ball over what, 135, 150 this year, but it's just, it's the perfect bloop. So, absolutely. I mean, sometimes truth is truth. <laughs> that's fucking hysterical. Uh, C Mac absolutely balled out this shocking. weekend. I'm fat. Um, like, what else is new? <laughs> C-Mag, so he, he texts me like four days before and he's like he says hey man do i need to bring my you know my my pitching stuff and i said i don't dude if you if you pitch for us we're doing something really bad uh you shouldn't have to pitch he pitched every game uh for mixed except for one when nicole pitched who was wow. lights out as well um and then Woj is Woj isn't even human <laughs> Well, Woj on turf too. Like, yeah, there's nothing getting yeah. by him on turf. I, the, the man is the man's not human. There's nothing else you can say about it. The plays that he was making, I was in the outfield just looking at him. Like, how how did you, how did you do? How did you even get to that ball? <laughs> it, it makes no sense to me. Um, but he did. He balled out as well. That's. I mean, so it sounds like you guys had a. It, it was a. It was a great time. Um. It, it was funny when I'm glad somebody added the comment on the mixed championship picture that Molly had to run for her flight, because I I was doing math, and knowing the mixed rules, I'm like this just doesn't add up. Is it different yeah. for clean and sober since there's only four women in the picture? But <clears throat> that makes sense. Molly so had to leave. It's, it's six four. How they oh. run it is is six four. The format. So it is. It is different yep. then. All right. And, uh, you know, everybody was a little tight. A couple of people were able to change their flights, and we had some lightning delays, two lightning delays. So we were just sitting there like, oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. Um, but she made it, and, and as soon as C-Mac hit the, hit the walk-off, she was like, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to pray with you guys, and I'm out. And she just wow. booked it. Um, she didn't even get her alternate award. I'm going to mail it to her. <laughs> should have dropped it off in the van yeah i was gonna say you could sw- <laughs> you could swing by you know there's a couple good spots right around wallingford to grab to grab a pie and oh. there you go uh oh jesus so now i guess you know you continue to grow this you know you look over the next last couple of years and then being getting the official affiliation the csnsa official official affiliation you know last year with utrip which is obviously going to help it grow but you've done a lot here, you know, to continue to grow and bring down more teams. I guess, you know, in I was your, gonna say, your eyes, what's the next step? Yeah, and I was going to say to add on to that, like just in the Merrimack League alone, we're seeing more, mm-hmm. more sober guys playing in the league too, um, which I'm sure is helping you, you know, get more and more teams to go down. Oh, I'm poaching. Every, every tournament I'm at, I'm like, who's sober? You know, who has a significant other that? So I'm just, I'm out there. I'm like a billboard who's sober and plays softball. Um, That's why you're umping now. 
while I'm loving too, you know, and that's actually how I picked. That's actually how I picked up Courtney. She's like, you look familiar. I saw you at a sober tournament. I was like, oh, you're sober. Want to play? We're going to world. Come on. <laughs> she booked her flight the next day. It was it was perfect timing. Um, you know, what's in it for? It's for an expensive us is, you know, first date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you then my wife was sitting there. She's like, she's like, the flights are really expensive, Chris. And I was like, I'm sitting here trying to trying to draft this woman. Shut up! You're not helping. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, locally, I want to grow it. Uh, I want to, I want to either do a few tournaments a year, whether that raises some money for us to travel to these places, um, or uh, I don't know if we have enough people to do a league. We'd have to do a lot of exemptions, like, you know, six sober people and then six non-sober and exemptions. And that's a little too much. Yeah. Um, we already have a lot of, we are, we already have a lot of leagues. A lot of our guys play on, you know, U trip teams already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking a couple of tournaments. Uh, we're going to continue to travel to our three or four a year, whether we can field six teams or we can field two teams. Um, I am definitely not going to be handling and managing the travel and the Airbnbs and all that ever again. Um, I'll do it for one or two teams. (laughs) No, it's it's fucking awful. Um, It got me away from work. Dude, I am a spreadsheet warrior. Uh, I'm a data guy. I'm over it. I, it did. It, it doesn't matter how good I am with Excel. I'm just never doing it again. Um, so you know, I'll take like I'll take the D teams, maybe Matt Lee, Jr. Section, whoever wants. Juju will take the women's team, which you did a fantastic job oh, nice. with. Um, and then I'll just be there to to support them. Uh, so but you're I think, really I think moving into that senior advisor, uh, president of Rock Bottom Softball Operations type of a role here. That's exactly what it is. Um, and then I, I want my I want my legacy to live on. You know, it it started with like Mitch, Matt Lee, Adam Lee, Amadeus. It was a few of us. Mm-hmm. Dugas, you know, right? We have our core group and it's just it's just grown. Um, and now picking up we had Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Before it was just, you know, seven or eight of us in New Hampshire. Um, so we're gonna continue to just grow it. What a what a great outlet! Like I mean, <clears throat> what a great outlet to be. Because listen, I'm a, I'm at a field. You know, we're all at the field. But like, th- there's there's days when I was going to the field and I'd be like, all right, I'm not I'm not gonna have a drink. And next thing I know, my hands in a cooler. So it's nice to have this outlet where there's other people. Where if you're trying or you know whatever it is, and you want to just stay within that, you know, within that um, those guidelines, I guess, within the clean and sober, you want to keep living that life. It's nice to play with people where that have that support. I also, you know what, I'm gonna get on a soapbox. Do you guys mind real quick? Too bad. No, go right ahead, Coco. You and I actually talked about this recently, talking about how um, people pressuring people into yeah. drinking if they're not, you know, like. Or even making like the joke, making a joke or something like that. And and it's it's like, yeah, like gives a fuck. It doesn't affect your life at all. If they, regardless if, uh, regardless if it's for, you know, whatever, if they have to be or whatever, if there's reasons or who gives a fuck, don't like, just because we're at a softball field doesn't mean you have to fucking make somebody drink or whatever. Sure. Like I, I try to find out who's sober or not. So I don't offer you a beer. 
It's just because I'm going to offer you a beer or whatever's in my cooler just out of common courtesy. But, like, if you tell me no, I say, all right, fine, fuck it. Don't pressure fucking people if they don't want to drink. Who gives a fuck or if they don't want to smoke? Like, fuck off. So, all right. Dude, so I think- I'll tell you, man. So, so T.A., when I, when I first started, uh, T.A. drafted me in Miramac. And he said, no, you're not, you're, not, you're not on beer duty this week. You don't drink. You're not buying. I said, no, I'm to the point now where I can buy the boys some beers. I'm, I'm over a decade sober. I can do that. But then you have somebody else that they're one high noon, one truly one, one of those fucking McGillicuddy root beer mm-hmm. things away from a crack house, right? You don't, there's different people you don't know. And it's a, a prime example because I've seen it with my friends that they go to the softball field, they drink. The next thing you know, you don't see them for three months. Where do you think they are? You know what I mean? And then it's just another one because softball is softball is my AA at some point. Like this is, this is a community for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know, I don't drink. Nobody offers me anything. It's the same exact thing. You should not peer pressure people because there's people that aren't strong enough. I don't drink. I, you, I drink vicariously through you guys. There's some people down at the field. I'm like, I don't want to be like you. And that's the reason I don't drink. Um, but some people aren't strong enough, man. You're 100% right. And that shit needs to stop. And it's funny just because it did, uh, it came up in a group chat uh, between the three of us uh, about something that actually happened recently. And it's just, it's silly. Like, it's just, who gives, if it doesn't fucking bother you, like, who cares if this person doesn't drink? You don't have to grill them at all. And it's funny, like, my mm-hmm. team, my team ended up being half a, uh, my, my league team was half a sober team. Uh, yeah. Last, and then last year, I even had a handful of guys. And my number one rule was, oh, I just want guys that want to hang out and drink on a tailgate. And I end up with the most sober team in the league, which is fine, whatever. Great you still dudes. wanted to hang out doesn't with matter. them. doesn't matter. And that's it. I still just want to chill. And doesn't matter. You don't have to drink. Like, I'm not drinking during the week. I know it's not the same. But, like, I take seltzers, you know, and I, whatever, Coco, you're different. I shit on you when you're not drinking on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're on the <laughs> You're different. Wait a minute. You tell me to go back and listen to all of these episodes. Maybe <laughs> well, any anytime you're at Merrimack, man, I'm telling you, you can you can look around the field, and there's at least five to to ten oh, yeah. people who are sober, and you don't and you don't even know, and they ball just like the rest of us, yeah. right? Um, I have people come up to me like, you know, for instance, they're not going to call call us pretty straight Spanky. I didn't know. He's one of the best. He's a legend out here, right? Everybody knows who he is. I had no idea. I'm like a couple weeks ago. I was like, why are you not playing? You know. So there's there's a lot of people out there that um that aren't drinking that are that are playing softball and i i think it could just grow from here you know what i mean as you as the whole rock bottom mm-hmm. legacy grows you're gonna you're, you're just gonna pick up more and more people who want to be a part of it really now That's we're now more. we're attracting dollars in, in businesses as well right so sponsorships you know yep. we raised you know we raised probably what eight thousand dollars before this trip i mean that's Holy that's shit. huge it it only cost them earfare and a hundred hundred and fifty dollars for a um for a player's fee That's to awesome. go down. I mean, I had a fifteen bedroom mansion and another twelve bedroom mansion, cars. I mean, it was it was a pretty cheap flight. It was just a little little stressful because of the hurricane. Now, um, 
Well, and that's it. Does a great point to you too. It's it's if you are kind of on the fence and knowing there's a community, or if you or if you've been sober but you know don't want to get involved, it you know that there's this type of a group and and there's this affiliation and there's these teams. Like what a what a nice thing to be able to kind of say. And I can still have fun and get out and play a game I like. And or if you want to get sober, you know there's this support system too. Without having, then you can still play softball. Like if, there's so much more behind this than I ever actually just thought of it until we started right. talking. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I think the stigma with softball is you go to the field, you're drinking beer, mm-hmm. it's not really, you know, it, it's like a for fun game that, you know, the, the, it's beer first and then you're and then you're playing softball second, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. for a lot of the people around here that, that play in the Merrimack side and even Rochester, Rochester is pretty, um, pretty serious league. I, I don't think it's really like that. I mean, obviously, people like to like to partake in their their extracurriculars or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's really, it, it's hard to, to tell like somebody who doesn't know who's not in the softball community that it, it can be different. Yeah. It's, it's not, a bunch it's of not... people over there too. And in, uh, in, in Rochester and Dover who are sober. So I picked a lot of them up in fall ball. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> look at you, Jesus. Look at you. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing. Now, Chris, who who were your sponsors for this? You know, so last them on live out here. free, um, live free recovery services, which is the organization that Jared Lafrenia works for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had Coast uh, Coastline Custom Builders, which is Joe Mahoney. He's out of Maine. Uh, he's also a ball player up there. Um, my company threw in a little bit of money uh, that has nothing to do with recovery. Uh, and then TB gave us a, a crazy discount on, on jerseys. I mean, really helped us out. I mean, that was it's a lot of apparel, um, a lot of hats, a lot of, a lot of hoodies, a lot of jerseys, and he gave us he gave it to us at price. Nice. Um, so it's, it's like that. that it, Without them, we don't do this. It's, it's expensive. It's oh, expensive. Yeah. Well, you needed uh, 1,000 uniforms, so <laughs> that right there is a nice, nice cut. 40, 46 total. 46 total. Um, I was not, I was, I, I didn't anticipate that many people. Um, that's awesome. But what a great thing but, that, what a great non-anticipated problem to have in, yeah. in, in the, in the grand scheme. Like, obviously as you're trying to get it done, I'm sure you were like, I could fucking do without some of this, but I mean, to have 46 people or 40, you know, 46 uniforms to fill, that's, that says a lot about the fact that people are more open about their sobriety and the willingness to put it out there. Because there was oh, yeah. that, there's that stigma for a lot of people about admitting to it, you know. Um, yeah. So it's awesome that you're able to give people that platform um, to be able to do that. It, it, like you know, growing up, my my mother, uh, I used to go to all of her AA meetings and give her the chip and things like that. So coming to see what you guys were doing, I was watching with my son, and he saw. He's like, "What are all those people doing out in the middle?" I'm like, "More than likely, they're saying." I I was guessing the Serenity Prayer. Uh, and yep. he's like, well, what's that? And I was like, it's just people accepting. And, and it's great that you guys are out there doing that and really putting it on display that you said it earlier. You can still do stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at what we're doing. So it was awesome to see. So we did that. And, you know, so right there, I, I, I look, right? I'm a sales guy. I'm always finding angles and leverages. I look at it and said, well, Coco, you ever been to an Al-Anon meeting or an Al-Anon meeting? You know, you had family struggle with, you know with disease of addiction. So we have Al-Anon, we have an Al-Anon exemption. So if you're an Al-Anon, you've been through Al-Anon, 
I have players on my team that that was the exemption. They're not in recovery, but they've gone through Al-Anon, right? And they uh, they have somebody who is affected by the disease of addiction. Um, just joined rock bottom. I was just going to say, you're always good. Always finding people. <laughs> <laughs> always, always finding people. Um, you know, the hardest part was, so now I have these people, right? And finding parity between the teams and like making sure that positions are filled I have, you know, just enough C chips. And if you're playing on E, I have just enough D chips. And, you know, I want it to be equal. I don't want to sandbag all the good players and then leave them with none. And look what the hell happened. The E team placed third. Oh, Can't did they? Yeah. E nice. And now there's, not, there's nine teams, Matt Lee, and a lot of those guys never played with each other. Um, and they placed third out of nine teams. That's, that's a nice run. So you had two champions, a third in a third place. Two champions, a third place, and then the two E mixed teams. There was yeah. a point in time that the three mixed teams were nine and zero. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, about we we ran through pool. Uh, all of us were the highest seed. Uh, Jr's team took the higher seed for Matt Lee's E team, but where they were three and zero, and then they just they went uh, to the double elimination bracket, and and they both lost. Uh, so three and two, uh, but that's five games. You're, you're not going to see too many people bring down six teams and have that kind of success. Um, no. so that's, that's awesome. Um, well, Chris, listen, you've had a, you've had a hell of a month, um, you know, playing, umping. I gotta tell you, we talked about you a lot here too. You, you did a hell of a job down at world's umping down there. Um, a lot of people said a lot of good things as well outside of us just kind of being your fanboys during the D worlds as well. So, uh, love that. Uh, but no, and then congratulations with this. What a great Avenue. If anybody wants to get in touch with you to learn more about, uh, rock bottom or the sober softball, so clean and sober softball, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Get in touch with any of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get in touch with me, Facebook, they can call me, you can, however you can get to me. Um, okay. we're out there. We're easy. We're easy to find. Perfect. Well, easy enough. Find anybody on uh, Facebook that was part of this rock bottom and Chris Foster. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll see you soon, buds. Gentlemen, I appreciate the support. Take care, Foster. Hey. Thank you guys. Thanks, buds. He just got back from Florida and he, yeah, and he sat down and did a podcast. Jesus. <laughs> I bet he's going to go sleep. I don't know. Maybe he has another trip to plan. He has to get ready for March. I'd take another shower and see if I could get more foot rubs. (laughs) (laughs) Empty off-season. Welcome. Welcome. Now we are. And listen, so uh, a couple of our friends from from Nova Scotia, um, you know, Rob Keegan, he recently got married to Simon Says, the home run hitting pitcher from Recoil. They actually checked in. We We were in the middle of an interview. They actually checked in um, from their honeymoon. I believe they're down in the Dominican Republic. Is that right, Rob? So, um, you know, it's nice to see nice to see our Canadian friends from the PIF still still checking in. Rob checks up a lot with us. Um, it's always good to see. So, um, yeah, it's the off season now, boys. Now, now, now we get so. I don't know if we're ready really to dive into it. We're not gonna. I'll wait till the next one. But it does have to do with a table. Of source. I mean, we don't have to d- d- just. Oh, here you go. This is table. no, but this is this is something that really gets on my nerves a fuck ton. I like going to concerts. 
Okay. Love going to concerts. If you're at a concert and you want to take a video, tell send me a message and tell me when the fucking last time you and you take a fucking hour long video of a goddamn concert when you ever watch that again. Just if you want to take a little take a little picture, keep it in front of your face right here. Don't fucking have it up over. I want everybody else should be able to, it 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 grinds my gears like no fucking other. I want to I want to spit on people's phones. That's I want to break them. Yeah. See, I, I'm I'm really interested in when they uh when I can get like a VR setup and just watch a concert and not have to go. Cause I mean, I've done the whole that whole yeah. thing way too much. I'm just we you know, Foster's van ride actually reminded me a lot of one of my first tours. <laughs> of your touring days. Yeah, right. one of my first touring days. Yeah. Um where we like yeah, what a setup we had in that van. We had like one of those conversion was vans. Four was of you? Empty. There's three of us, but four of us would, we were touring with another band at the time. So okay. one would jump in with us, but we would literally have the two seats in the front. The back was completely empty and we would just shove everything into the back. Okay. And then have a little spot in the front, like, or in the middle to kind of like hang out where we actually like set up a, we set up a TV and a GameCube while we were driving so that was i love those i love those old conversion vans man those things are awesome yeah the bad part about this is like you could be laying down Mm -hmm. and the driver hits the brakes and something like 50 pound like a a a guitar speaker would come (laughs) and hit you yeah Yeah. because we would like shove our like our sleeping bags and pillows like into the top to make it so that it would kind of yeah reminiscing of the old days boys with the good old days yeah typically but foster brought me right back right back to that to that van and i was like oh my goodness dude i drove to myrtle last year with um amanda and i was that we made that in like two stops because i'm like i'm not driving more than fucking eight hours max i'm like fuck this yeah i just i don't i don't i'm a I guess scouting, like I used to drive a ton. And then since I've been out of it, like I don't, you know, kind of like when you guys were touring, like you put on a ton of miles and now it's just like a ton of miles. So you're conditioned to do it that way. But now I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm driving, I'm going to Quebec city for Thanksgiving, Quebec and Montreal. And I'm like, Montreal's nothing. It's three and change, but Quebec city's kind of pushing five and a half. And I'm like, it's a far drive. Do we fly there? Yeah. No, it's not over the six-hour limit. So, yeah, I th- I think the longest one that I did was, or not I did, but we did when we so we we stayed in California for like probably a month or two until okay. we just ran out of money. We were gonna eventually. We were supposed to li- like move there. Yeah, that doesn't that didn't, didn't work, work very out. well. But what um, part of California? Uh, it was Southern California. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you nothing. <laughs> yeah, you have absolutely zero, and you're going out there, and you're. I mean, you could live anywhere outside, which a lot right. of people do. Um, yeah. So we drove from Southern California to Manchester, New Hampshire. Straight. We stopped when we straight when we hit we hit a deer and and popped one of our tires. We had to go to like the nearest Walmart. Win win because there, when you're out of money. Yeah. also became dinner <laughs> yeah it was kind of wild actually we so the guy there were three of us the guy didn't have enough seats in his tow truck so one of us actually or we might have all sat in the van 
while we were being towed, oh. which you're not supposed to do. No, that's frowned upon. <laughs> but yeah, that was it was a weird that was a weird time in my life. It was and one of the guys didn't have a, his license. So it was literally like sleep for a while, like sleep for 12 hours or like relax slash sleep for 12 hours, get in the driver's seat and drive for 12 hours. I think the longest one I did was like just outside of Denver to like St. Louis. Holy shit. And that's a boring fucking drive. You're going across Nebraska. I think it's just canned. I think it was just pretty much. Yeah. I don't even know what, what is this? Cause what does this look like? Flat. Just, that's what it looks flat. like. It yeah. is all flat, and it's just it's you could just see 15. your destination from the yeah. mountain. Oh. It's it just, just never all showed up. Fifteen wheelers, or yeah, yeah. Tractor. I can see. Truck. I can see how Denver got settled. Like if you're coming across the country and you're, you're like, going oh, through perfect. Kansas, Nebraska, and it's just like, oh, this is fun, flat, and then you see fucking the Rocky yeah. Mountains. I'd be like, yeah, I'm done. Straight through. I, I drove straight through Kansas and a lot of Missouri. <sighs> <laughs> fly over states yeah what a weird what a weird part of the country that is huh it is although i hear i I hear omaha omaha's a good little city uh did i play in omaha or where no i think i played i played played in lincoln i don't think i played in omaha because i know guys used to like going to uno university nebraska omaha because they have a team there Mm -hmm. um and the guy said that's a, that's a good little city. I actually ran into somebody recently um, there too. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was good. I'm glad we had Foster on. That was good. Good to learn a little bit about that community and and how it's actually. It sounds. I I bet you with it being affiliated with Utrep is going to continue to grow. Like that's going to help its oh, its visibility. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and and just what Foster is doing in the Northeast, mm-hmm. I. I would love to see, like you said, one or two tournaments up here. Be awesome, you know, re- regional size tournament. Well, not regional size tournaments, but regional to the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could you could probably get enough teams, you know, six to eight teams probably to play. Yeah, in something like yeah. that. I Especially if you did mixed and yeah, if you could have the exemptions and follow it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love the idea of him just building it, building it, building it, and and then going down with a bunch of teams. It's great for the area, um, and like he said, it's it's an outlet. It's an outlet for everybody. Softball okay. is an outlet for for us. It's why we like. It's why I play. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it, it's something that that they that if you're sober, you can you can still play softball. Yeah, you know. It's something to do. It's not because, all Artie Lang. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, but it is nice to have that support because, I mean, shit, we're we're not even sober. And there's plenty of times all of us are like, all right, fine, I'll do one. And then two hours later, you're still at the field. Yeah. Like, so it's nice to have people that you can be around that are similar in that aspect. Not saying, like, only people. But you know what I mean? It's nice to have that type of support as well. So, um, no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So in the coming weeks, what do we got? Um, exactly what you just saw after Foster yeah. got off. That's what's yes. coming. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a couple of, couple of things. Um, we have the, is the national committee convention right just now? Happened. It's, it's right, happening, it's happening right, right now. now. So yeah. The, yeah, we'll, we'll probably go over some of the rule changes. I know yeah. that one of the big ones is 
all pitchers must tow the rubber this year or 2023. Saw that posted. Saw, what do you think? You're the pitcher. What do you think about that? I always touch the rubber anyway. So I know, like, gonna, but it doesn't. Uh, it's going to make some pitchers not as effective. Really? Because I mean, you think about it, and and when you're moving back six feet, it's a timing thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're now you're you could throw it a little bit harder and and get it to like a six six and a half to seven foot arc and that's going to be a fast strike coming in now you can't really do that yeah good point or you throw it or you throw a 10 footer and it's going to be up in the air longer and you're waiting for it yeah Yeah, there's a couple guys that do that yeah i i I think of like blad is one of the guys who who usually that that's really why i think why he is pretty effective so Mm -hmm. i'm interested to see how he he translates to the to the new and i'm not saying it's you know he's going to be bad or anything but i'm just saying like he does mess around with where he's standing in the on the diamond because there are times where he's not even on the mound and he pitches it right he's not yep. even anywhere near i just seen if he catches people he'll, he'll right. go real deep yeah, yeah real deep he'll go off to the side like you know close to third base close to first base mm-hmm. um yeah it's also going to be one of those things where you wonder if an umpire is going to call it. You wonder if, you know, people they're going to do, people are still going to do it and oh, yeah. people are still going to swing. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's an interesting rule. I think it just makes sense. Right. What do you yeah, what, do? What, what is your take on it? Hopefully Coco? it makes it so that umpires will call things more because there's the, they can't <clears throat> see exactly how far, if they were too far back or if they were too far to the side, they're, they have to be in such a small spot now. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I would hope that umpires will call it more often because it's so, it's it should be so much easier on them to be able to call that. There's no guessing. It's are you on it or are you not? Right. Right. I think yeah. it's possible. I think it's possible that strikes the umpire strike zone gets a little bit better with this or more consistent with this. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense because now you're not looking at somebody that's been towing the rubber. Then the next guy comes out, tows the rubber six feet back, three feet kind of moving up the, and, yeah the arcs are yeah. different at that point the parabolas mm-hmm. if you will Jero, mm-hmm. what's your take on it i don't really have one yet i kind okay. of want i want to see i want to see how the full rule comes out like what the what the definition and kind of how it how they're and what they're saying but i do i i to me i don't fucking know just at the end of the day it's throw the pitch i don't know how i feel about it at the e level d level E level, E level especially, D level, I'm okay with it. E level, maybe some guys are starting to get used to pitching, learning it. Um, you know, other, you're also gonna yeah. have season vets. You know what I mean? So E level I don't love. D I'm okay with C higher, obviously. So on the other end of it, I think mm-hmm. making it so that you have to you have to be on the rubber, I think it's gonna make it easier for pitchers to mm-hmm. to to learn how to pitch because you're not like because some some of those guys get up there and they're just trying to do as many different things as they can and they don't realize not that that's not strike. yeah and then they don't yeah. throw a strike and it's not really effective a lot yeah. of the time um but on the other end of it like hitters also this is going to be it's going to be better for a hitter essentially yeah it's it, i'm going to be right? yeah i'm going to be curious to see how it all plays out i yeah. i just don't to be honest with you and that's why i asked you just cuz you, especially you being the pitcher of the group um, I'm just more, you know, more curious about that. I, I just don't, 
I think that's a good point, though, Coco, where it's, you know, the the umpiring or, or Dustin, one of you guys making it about the umpiring should be easier because it's going to be consistent each each one. Um, doesn't matter who. Umpires, umpiring is easy anyway, but I'm only saying that because we got a couple. Well, of umpires, umpires are so easy, especially <laughs> the guys that just call the balls that come in here that don't even get higher than your belly button. <laughs> yeah, Richie, I'm still not over you fucking striking me out on that one. <laughs> Uh, so I, I will say, uh, just to be devil's advocate on that though, is it, it, that rule, the six foot rule was kind of like a separation between you trip and other associations. And it also kind of gives the pitcher a little bit, it, it gives the pitcher six more feet to react when the ball's hit. That's what I'm thinking about. There is like with some of these younger, not younger, newer pitchers, maybe, or just, you know, that, that reactionary portion. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of the the teams who play four man are now going to be playing five man. Like, cause mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that thing. I mean, I don't think that much is going to change from it at the end of the day or you, you're we're not, it's not going to be a noticeable change. Like a, like a home run limit changed. I would, I would has has changed. Change. I, I, what to, to move up. I to think have more home runs. In each division, because like no, get rid of the. I think E no, because then now you're still fucking. Well, then E inning enders doesn't matter if it stays outs and D. No, because that's still it sucks, but it's still fun. I don't know. I, yeah, so I don't. It's in 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 the time that I've played. There's when I was in when I played D, there was no home runs. They were just outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I then they changed it to. Two home runs and then just outs. Then they changed it to two home runs and then inning ending. Most recently, I did not play it, but it's it's been three and inning ending. Yeah. Which I how mean, did you like the difference between inning ending and outs? I loved the just outs. Right. There yeah, were no like home it. runs and just outs. I thought that that was a great game. And there were a lot like that's when like D was pretty loaded in the area. Really. Yeah. Like that's um, what I think. I think just an out. Just to know, because it still hurts you, but but I think I think you would see more teams are are going to be you would see less C teams if in you'd see less teams in C if mm-hmm. D was three home runs and then an uh and then an out because yes. C used to be C used to be four or two two or four home runs when D was none I think it was wow. two maybe. Yeah, I think I bet you're well, right. I think, like I, think if, the, yeah. I think the I think the home run rules have actually pushed people up. Up. Because yeah. you don't want to have play with any enders. So right. if that's the goal, that's the, I would, that's the yeah. smart thing. I to could do. not I, I yeah, I couldn't it's I wouldn't fun. want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I I mean and if you if if you feel that way, maybe maybe y'all should play C. You know what I'm saying? Guys, it was a good episode. <laughs> it was yeah, so all got, right yeah so we'll we'll talk we'll jump into some of the rule changes if there's like yeah. a a few of them next week um and then in the in the coming weeks we are going to have some announcements on the challenge cup teams mm-hmm. so Working if you're part of a if you're running one of the challenge cup teams reach out mm-hmm. to us i'm going to re- be reaching out to the uh the state directors to see who's running the teams. And I think what, what we were talked about earlier, we might try to get the coaches on to kind of announce their teams. I think that'd be, it'd be a fun little way to, uh, yeah. to get some more people involved and, and see who's going down to Florida in January. Well, hat tip to the guys running the team. 
Yeah, because there's there's a whole month there's a whole month of challenge coming too, right? So so U Trip is really oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah, they're really making that like this another world tournament essentially. They're really so. Oh, we, I kind of liked it when it was the 24 that, hours. Yeah, well, no it one also else gives did. us more content. I know <laughs> it's going to give us a yeah, it's going to give us a month of content that's a dead zone mm-hmm. in January. So then we have February off before the Hall of Fame in March, and we're February right back. Is the, February is the the true month of when we figure out what our our next uh, business venture is. You know, seeing as how we're moving past the milking table. We're gonna see what, what our next <laughs> the, milk and glory. the milk and glory, the milk and glory, the milk and glory. What what our next? Uh... It's coming in hot for twenty twenty three. Yeah, what our next product? <laughs> what is. what's not, what, what can we get on the Kardashians? So, uh, till then, we'll see everybody next week. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Yeah.